and welcome to the Recruitment Marketing Podcast. My name is Victoria Rush. Here, I'll be talking to marketing leaders in the recruitment industry, discussing their careers in recruitment, passions for marketing, and the challenges and successes they have faced along the way. My aim for this podcast is to share the opinions and insights of a variety of experts from across the recruitment marketing landscape. I'll be discussing their experiences and learns while building recruitment brands around the world. Welcome back to the Recruitment Marketing Podcast. Today, I'm joined by Tessa Fison, who is a recruitment marketer and a freelance in the recruitment marketing space at the moment. Um, we connected very recently um, on LinkedIn uh, through the industry, which has been an awesome but shift, I'd say, that we've had uh, since sort of COVID and lockdown is everybody's suddenly become friends, not competitors, which is, I think, think something we've all probably needed as a bit of encouragement. Um, so Tessa, thanks very much for joining me. Thank you very much. And I'm very excited to be talking to you. Thank you for having me. That's okay. So t- tell everybody a bit about who you are, your journey so far, uh, and what it is that's brought you to what you're doing today. Yeah, of course. So I've always had a very creative background, uh, given my education. It's always been graphic design, fine art. I've always been a very, uh, yeah, very creative person. I kind of fell into recruitment. So I was actually a recruiter myself. Somebody recommended that I'd be good for it, decided to give it a go. And I was recruiting for marketing professionals into the property sector. It was really good and I was billing, enjoying it. I'm a very sociable person, but I did find after a while I was looking at the job descriptions and thinking, oh, actually, I would quite like to be doing this job myself. And, you know, it was something I realized very early on that recruiters were very taken away and they weren't really recommended um, to be using their LinkedIn So I would try and post things online. I would try and reach out in different ways. And I was always told, get on the phones. That's not your job. That's marketing's job. Just just be a recruiter. Just do what you've got to do. And it's funny now how actually the shift really has changed. There are so many recruiters, especially now, you know, given there is more time, there is less jobs, that they're actually using marketing tools a lot more, um, definitely to reach out to their networks. So I left there, went into a marketing assistant position, uh, was promoted very quickly, um, given kind of graphic design and the content side of things, website management as well. And yeah, and just kind of progressed from there, really. Um, Given COVID-19, I'm currently working freelance during this time. that's the thing. I, I love my job and I have a genuine, genuine interest in what I do. So I'd much rather be doing this than doing nothing. Uh, I think I'd be climbing the walls if I was sitting around doing nothing yeah. during this time. Um, so, yeah. And, and like you, you just said, it's really interesting to see what is happening right now in the industry. Actually, there's a lot of more blurred lines. <laughs> yeah, there are. And I think it's a fantastic change for us. We were very much brought up in recruitment companies as competitors are the enemy you can't share things you can't spend time with them you can't talk to them god forbid you even communicate with them in any way whereas this shift in society has shown us that we are all better and we're stronger together yes everybody still needs business and everyone's working very hard to keep their businesses going but we as a community of people are probably keeping each other sane i must admit that whatsapp group with glenn has been a life changer for me to stay in contact with the industry um, and anyone who isn't on it yet 
please reach out to Glenn Southam, get yourself on the Lonely Marketers WhatsApp group. It's a hundred marketers in the recruitment industry, mostly talking about business, work, ideas, and sometimes just talking about how people are keeping their kids sane or the next gin and tonic they're going to have. And it, it, but it, there's a very good balance between work and just sanity in there. And that has been, I think, a lot to do with people are starting to understand how to build their personal brand, not just say LinkedIn wise, but but even in a group with other peers and, and, and other people in the industry is the importance of actually getting out there and saying something that is valuable to you. Yeah, definitely. And I think before everything happened, it was very, like you said, it was very competitive and it was very sales driven. And like you said, you know, they're the enemy and don't give them ideas. But I think now people, because there isn't that noise of jobs, uh, companies, especially recruitment companies are now realizing how important marketing is. And actually it's not so much giving away ideas to competitors. It's finding your own voice and adding your own value and credibility actually it's, you know, everyone has the same toolkit. You know, we can all do video, we can all do email marketing, we can all do, you know, the same things to be seen, but it's actually your, you know, all of that joint experience and your opinion and your insights and your network and your connections, that's what makes you different, which I think is brilliant. I think that should be the emphasis. It shouldn't be trying to hide anything from anyone. It should actually be, look, this is what we do, but it's in our voice and it's our brand behind it. Yeah, and how have you found sort of stepping out on LinkedIn a little bit during all of this kind of time? Have you, how have you personally found that experience? I mean, me personally, I, even when I was in a, a full-time position and I, I always have done, I look to build my personal brand. I think that back office and marketing are just as much employee advocates as billing consultants are so even when I was at Eames I would be posting about new qualifications that I'd done um, events that I'd attended you know I, I wanted to actually learn about cybersecurity and artificial intelligence so you know I would go and post about the things that I'd learned and, and that was in no way to try and build my brand to be seen elsewhere it was actually to show look Eames has you know somebody working there that actually has a genuine interest in the industry and is you know, qualified and experienced to do what they're doing. So I've always done that online. And I think that if people haven't, especially recruit marketers, then they should. You know, I think I think now is definitely a good time to to build that if you haven't already. But people are definitely more open now. You know, I find that I'm now just, I think maybe a few days into going into isolation, I'd had so many brilliant conversations with people just about marketing and just about, you know, the recruitment industry and what we thought was going to happen. And, you know, I'd recommend this, podcast or this YouTube video actually everyone was a lot more open um which I agree I think it's it's the way it should be 100% yeah I think it's come up a lot actually and I don't know if it's because I'm having more conversations now or that maybe mindsets have shifted but marketers need to be the ones creating their own content too if you're not testing and trialing be it LinkedIn be it Reddit be it slack wherever if you're not testing creating and trialing ideas you can't go to a recruiter and tell them that they should be creating content because you're not doing it yourself and yes it does feel like a whole other full-time job I actually consider creating content a full-time job because it takes up that much time you have to constantly be thinking about it you have to constantly be coming up with ideas but the benefits off the back of it are unbelievable and even if you don't see it like a KPI most recruiters will say, well, I didn't get a placement off the back of that. But what happens if in three months time, someone who engaged on that post 
is now interested in working with you. There is direct tangible benefit to your content. It's just not as black and white as you'd expect it to be. My content changed my life. I didn't. I started what fourteen months ago creating content. I now do completely different jobs and completely different industries with people around the world because I started creating content and talking. Uh, and it's very hard to see that in week one. But when you look back after yeah. twelve months, the difference you'll find because you you stepped out will, will be unbelievable. Yeah, definitely. And I think it, it definitely is an investment. There isn't a quick fix. There isn't a quick win. You know, I think you can definitely be, from a recruiter perspective, you can be lost in the vanity metrics, you know. So, oh, brilliant. I got 30 likes on this post. Okay, but that's where a marketer comes in and goes, okay, well, no, that's brilliant, but we want to get engagement. We want to redirect traffic to your jobs or to your knowledge. You know, it's it's definitely... Uh, yeah, it's a long-term investment. And I think companies that do that are going to have that lead generation. They're going to see how actually marketing can support sales. You know, you don't want to, and there's a lot more that goes to it. You don't want to just target people who are going to work with you immediately. You actually want to give insights to people who are already your clients or candidates that you really want to connect with or people that aren't sure about you, but they'd like to know a bit more about you. So you can do white papers, reports. You know, I think recruiters um, definitely don't realize the work that goes into marketing and especially the the strategy and the planning and the research. You know, like I said, I, I don't work in artificial intelligence and I don't work in financial services and cybersecurity, but actually so that I can create content that gives the company I'm working for credibility, I will do my own research. And it is, it's a full-time job. You know, I'll be, I used to be on the train commuting and reading articles or, listening to podcasts about this information I sit there and feel like I'm teaching myself how to be a cybersecurity expert but you know and I think that's where there has to be that good relationship because a recruiter could have such a good conversation with a client that sparks a really good discussion point and actually if you've got somebody in marketing you can go to them and go look I just had this really good chat that could turn into a really good piece of video content you know I've spoke to a client in the industry they've got this you know really good um prospects at the moment they're trying to do this this is the skill set they're lacking it, it there's a lot more thought that goes into it which i think trying to relate to a recruiter is can be difficult but i think because i've been a recruiter i can see how it, it has got to be broken down definitely yeah and there's a lot to be said for creating different types of content to build relationships it's not as simple as saying post out your jobs and I think marketers probably say this they can say this until I'm blue in the face but your jobs can't be every post you create because no one cares that's not a building trust that's not a give-take relationship that's a me 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 that's self-serving for you as a recruiter what is it that you can say around that job that makes it value added to somebody else to invest in understanding more about not just saying, here's my job. If you're interested, message me because that's completely self-serving. That's completely about you trying to hit your billing numbers and people see through that no matter how fluffy you make the post, what you're going to do is look at how different content can be beneficial to other people. Like you've done in the past, creating video and understanding how to, how to put that together for different people in different markets in different locations. Uh, and the benefit that can bring recruiters. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's the thing is it's, and that's definitely a shift that I am 
I actually think the industry needed with COVID-19 is that people value content now and they value knowledge and insights and it and don't get me wrong I think recruiters can easily be deterred you know if they, they do their first um do their first post and they go oh you know I tried to give a an insight and I had two likes and oh that just that didn't work you know it, it keep going at it and and that's the thing is that now that there isn't the noise of jobs I think a lot of recruitment companies are sitting there going well what do we actually have to say you know we we you know we were so busy with posting all these jobs before and it works but now we're in a situation where we've got to completely switch that up because it, it just doesn't it doesn't work anymore and I think and I hope it's something that does stay is that actually recruiters will have their own persona and their own presence online yeah. Because like you said, that's going to be the long-term relationships. You, you know, if you want to be a credible recruiter, then you want to have a client that can say, I've been working as a recruiter for however many months, however many years. They've always delivered on X, Y, Z. They know exactly what I'm looking for. And like you said, clients, they deal with recruiters all day long. They know yeah. exactly what the tricks are. They know what you're trying to do. They know the opening lines. It doesn't work anymore. And I think actually recruitment has always been um had a lot of digs and I think people can look on quite badly at recruitment and see it as a very salesy environment and I think actually yeah. now this is going to give it some credibility and actually that you know what the recruiters and the managers and directors and marketers are experienced they are knowledgeable it's not just putting out jobs they actually know what they're talking about and that's where you can then say we are specialists and mean it instead of just doing it to sound fancy, we actually are specialists in what we do. Yeah, and I think it's probably been unfair to say on recruiters that, you know, they talk about posting jobs a lot. The content we need as marketers is in their heads. They do know a lot of this. Yeah. It's actually how do you get it out of them and how do you discuss it with them in a way they can see the value of, of sharing it on the phone to one person. Well, you can share it on LinkedIn to five to 10,000 people. And the difference that that will make will be huge. So it really is it's helping them understand that that knowledge is power. They just need they need help translating it into engaging content. Yeah. And it's leveraging their network. You know, a lot of these recruiters, some of them I've looked at and they have over 10,000 connections and, you know, that they have a huge reach on LinkedIn that. Yeah. literally you know I've worked with clients recently that I've started from scratch they had no social media rebuilding their website and it's going to take a lot longer to build up that network a recruiter that has that kind of connect you know that kind of connection will even a shorter amount of time they will see the difference mm. and you know when I was at Eames especially I was working one-to-one -one with the consultants that was you know, and, and it definitely is a fine-tuning process. There are some consultants who are happy to talk for hours about their job and what they do. There are others that will go, look, I've got five minutes of, you know, that I can give you and that's it. Um, and it's catering it. I think one thing I would 100% recommend for a recruitment marketer that wants to start doing that within the company is tailoring it to suit each recruiter. If they only are going to give you five minutes, they might be that recruiter that's got the, the best knowledge. So go to that catch up with them look here are five questions literally just brain dump all your knowledge on me I will take it and I will transform it that's my job and it's it's just catering it to each recruiter but I you know we produce marketing reports that you know they had jobs from that there were clients who um a, a 
consultant in Asia. They, you know, they were trying to get a hold of for ages. And actually that client was the one that reached out and said, I've just read your blog. I'd love to have a chat. They'd had no luck up until that point. You know, that is a, a one-off situation. It definitely does take time, but that is, it's a BD tool. Giving, sending a blog, you know, clients love to feel included and actually that you are genuinely interested in what they do. So call them up and say, look, I'm putting together this blog. I would love to get your point on X, Y, Z and include them in it. it it's just, it's quick stuff, but it, it does work and it definitely is quick fixes. And, and you've been a recruiter and I, we said this before we actually started recording that recruiters turned marketers can get bashed a little bit by marketers yeah. sometimes because there's a lot of people who say, well, they trained or they did this, but your background in graphic design then been a recruiter that knowledge for you is so powerful to understand how to communicate and work with recruiters because they don't have time to listen to the fluffy but you know that you understand how much time they really do have how they approach their day and where you as a marketer can fit in for the most value to everybody yeah and it's definitely been a process I think for especially for recruitment marketers there is an element of obviously there's an element of creativity but there is that sales talk as well so you know you want to and I certainly want to produce content pieces that are going to get the desired reaction you know they are going to have the CTAs to okay get in touch with me and you know it's having that sales mindset it's something that I am I'm so happy that I did and it's actually been really transferable for now I'm working with some clients who are not within recruitment but have a sales function because I've had that previous sales mindset given it was in a recruitment capacity it is transferable and it you know I have worked to do qualifications outside of work so my evenings my weekends I've been doing open university, open study college. I've been going to inviting myself on events and, you know, going with the recruiters. But actually, I'm just sitting in the background with a notepad and just jotting down everything I can think of that will make a good blog or a good Q&A or something like that. And mm. I think it's, it's so important for recruitment marketers to actually take the time to understand what they're writing. Um, I think that is what gives a recruiter to a recruitment marketer that that credibility is you know I genuinely am taking an interest you know I am taking the time to be qualified and actually I found that some recruitment marketers don't get me wrong are very experienced but actually when they were at university or were studying it's very different to now I, I feel like every week I have to learn something new in recruitment marketing because it's just changing so quickly so actually the people that are just going into it are in a brilliant opportunity because they're learning the here and now and actually the trends and what is needed to be successful and, and for the brand to make the brand successful as well. And it's actually a really good inroad realistically to help align your marketing with your sales teams is until they trust you, until they believe you're not just in it to kill their time because they, they are all time short, all of them just every recruiter you've ever met would love another few hours in the day um, or needs a few extra hours in the day this is a great way for you to to help marketers and and sales people kind of come together yeah yeah absolutely and I think up until recently there definitely was that split um 
recruiters definitely didn't have the time. I, you know, I've worked in companies where the marketing team would send around emails, literally pushing for people going, right, like this and share this and post this. But actually, I working one-to-one with the consultants, you know, to, to get the feedback of them saying to people, oh, Tessa took out an afternoon, came to a cybersecurity event with me and was asking questions to a panel and was actually taking an interest. It then makes, like you said, it then makes them realize, okay, you're in this to help me. That's what I relate to them. I'm here to help you. This doesn't benefit me in any way, shape or form. What I'm creating is in your name and it's for you to share. And the second that you do that and actually don't be afraid to share the success stories. You know, I think marketing and back office in general, if you have success on a project or actually we got a new client because of a video piece we did, that has such a great knock-on effect with the other recruiters because they, I found a couple of weeks after creating for one consultant, I was getting emails from others going, oh, we've been for that person. Actually, I'd love to get involved today. You know, it does, and it is that competitive nature. You know, they want to have the extra edge that's going to help them get more placements. Yeah, it is, and that's probably actually a very good example of how you you can get involved with with consultants and creating content is pick the ones that are genuinely interested back. Don't try and force people who don't get it. There is only so much you can do, and if you're fighting a losing battle, you will be disheartened by the end of it. You won't want to do it anymore. Find the consultants who do who are interested in doing things differently, who do want to play a little bit, and work really hard on making them a success because. If that works, everybody else will come running and you will be able to explain to any director why you need more people, why you need a bigger team because of the success off the back of all the other recruiters you've worked with. Uh, And I think that's actually some very good advice. Yeah, definitely. And I think it's having that data mindset now as well. Um, Like you said, recruiters respond to numbers. They want to know what they're going to get out of it at the end. Um, And I think that helps for marketing to have a voice board meetings you know stakeholders directors it's actually taking all of that information and all of the back-end data that shows the reach that you're creating and then relaying that in a in a term or a dashboard to kind of go look this is why you need marketing and you need to make that investment and it is it really is an investment yeah 100% is so where is it uh, Tessa that people can get in contact with you if they're if they want to find you somewhere where's the best place to go LinkedIn, definitely. I, I mean, I'm currently working seven days a week. I don't, every day is blurring into one at the moment. Um, but, but, you know, I, I love what I do. So I never see it as a chore or a task that I need to get done. So LinkedIn, 100%. I create my own blogs on there as well. Um, again, trying to refine what I do daily. So yeah, Tessa Fyerson on LinkedIn. And yeah, and you'll find me on there. Great, Tessa. Thanks very much for joining me today. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it.